Hello, this is Julianne Price with Life Edit and Design, and welcome to this episode on building rest into your day. In the last episode, we talked a bit about building rest into kind of the cycle of your year, but today I want to focus right down into the minutia of the single day. How do you actually have rest on a daily basis? So let's kind of zoom out a little bit, and I'm in the U.S., but if you look at other cultures, um, and if your culture is not U.S.-based, then you may already have a good rest um, culture. But the U.S. certainly doesn't. It's, you know, we have the hustle culture, right? Do, 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 go do more. Resting is kind of looked uh, badly, not badly, but just as a negative thing, like as a lazy thing. Like we're all about getting as much done, being productive, you know, time management, getting the most out of every single minute, every single day. We're kind of the opposite <laughs> of a rest culture. But you really need that rest, right? You know how you feel better when you at least take a break and pause you know sometimes the answers come up in that pause like if you're really working on a problem sometimes that solution comes when you stop thinking about it and when you do something else and when you're kind of being more creative or just resting and giving yourself a break so i wanted to talk a little bit about how we can do that so looking around the world um, you see a lot of cultures who have that midday nap or a post meal nap something where they kind of chop the day in half maybe they have lunch and then they have a nice break where they get to digest the lunch that allows your body a chance to focus on digestion and not on mental activities and that really gives you a chance to recharge so that when they go back to work you're in a much better space and you can be more productive so it's funny that if the u.s is such a productive based culture that we don't look at rest as a tool that can allow us to be more productive that if you take those breaks you can come back stronger for the second half of your day or however you're dividing your day but certainly not a u.s cultural meme around here um some other countries really had to do those nice coffee breaks which i would love to have when i was working if we had had a, a culture where it was really expected that you know that midday slump instead of everybody's work productivity going down if you just stopped and had a chance to just have a nice conversation where you're not sneaking around but it's like embraced by the culture of hey we're having this break you know have coffee have tea have whatever and just kind of catch up with other people I mean, that would be a great thing for corporate world uh, corporate america to uh embrace but they certainly don't right and other countries just even going for a stroll or just kind of being present and quiet sitting out in nature all of these things are ways that other cultures kind of recharge and reboot and i think it's certainly lacking in my culture where i live and you know now that i'm not in corporate america i haven't learned the skills that building rest into my day was such a critical point you know and i really that's something that i've been able to do in the last couple of weeks but it wasn't something that i did on a regular basis i didn't value it and now i'm really starting to learn that if I want to have a stronger second half of my day, having that little break really, really works. So where can you build rest into your day? So look for like a natural transition point. Where do you already have kind of a switching gears from one thing to another? So maybe it's a ride home if you're still commuting to work, um, or maybe it's a transition from, you know, when your work day ends and now you're focused on family, but there's a little bit of a gap in between where you get to transfer from one success, one kind of mindset to another, like a one role, I guess, one role or one identity as the, the colleague, the worker, the professional, and you get to switch to being the parent, you know, what is that right in that transition would be a great time to build in some rest to really let your brain kind of come down from one thing to transition the way you think 
just to be present, to be you for a moment? Like, isn't it great to have, you know, a me moment when there's so much of your time is being taken by your job or by your family? Isn't it nice to just have that transition where it's like, okay, just what do I need right now? What do I need as I move into this next half of my day? Getting that little bit of time to transition from one thing to another. So look at that where you already have some natural breaks and also pay attention to where things are different um, during the week versus during the weekend. Or if you have kind of some patterns to your day, maybe you have a lot of days where you're taking kids to practice after school, but there's other days where you don't, and that's a different routine. Like how do those work together? So rest isn't going to be just one fixed spot every day. It may be more of a moving target depending on the the kind of the cycle of your day, which day it is, whether it's the weekend or a weekday, the school after school activity day versus not, or maybe it's a day where you have a board meeting at night. So you don't, your transition, your whole evening is a little bit different. Just look at that, be aware of the patterns in your day and look for the opportunities in those days, those different patterns to build in rest and how long should rest be? It can be 15 minutes. We're not talking a lot of time. Um, we used to joke about my brother. He would take these power naps that were five, 10 minutes long, but they were great. And for him, that was all he needed. And he bounced right back up. So 15 minutes was a perfect time for him to get in, fall asleep into a power nap and pop out and be ready to go. So these don't need to be long breaks. Just sitting with a cup of tea for 15 minutes and a journal is a great way to just rest, kind of clear your head, get some cobwebs out, just stare at the wall, you know, stare at nature, look at a beautiful picture if you can't get outside. Um, look at something funny, you know, take that rest break to be just watching some comedy or listening to some comedy, something like that. Just really, the break is a mental break. So it doesn't necessarily mean sleeping. It means giving yourself a break from having to produce, from having to be productive. Something that's either just for fun, that has absolutely no um, productive value to it. It's just for you. Or it could be as you know traditional as meditating or napping. So it's really up to you what you do. But I would say start with that 15 minutes. Just try to find a 15 minute break in your day and go for a walk. Listen to a podcast that's for fun, not necessarily for, for growth. Um, or do something spiritual or just, you know, again, it's it's your 15 minutes. You get to decide what to do with it. And what I'd recommend is you know, have a menu of things to try. Don't just pick one thing you know, pick a bunch of different things and see which ones fit. And you might find that like for me, meditating doesn't work when I know I have a really busy evening coming up because I don't want to wind down, but meditating is great when I know that my evening's going to be easy. I'm going to be staying home. I'm just going to make dinner, you know, watch a little TV. Then meditating is a great transition. But if I know I have to ramp up and do other stuff, then maybe going for a walk is a lot better for my rest time. That's a better transition for me. It gets me outside, gives me some fresh air, gets me kind of ready for the second half of my day. So have a menu, look at different things that you can do during that 15 minute break. And in 15 minutes, you can walk a mile, right? So it's not like, I don't know, it's, it doesn't have to be wasted time. A mile is some great um, exercise for you. So if you're getting a mental break and you're exercising and you're listening to a podcast or some great music and you're really getting your energy back up, those are all great things to do during that 15 minutes. And it's a very powerful 15 minutes. So even though it's a rest, it's a very powerful rest and then it helps you come back even more energized and recuperated. So again, look for that time where you can do it and then kind of make that that section, whatever it is, look at how you can make it feel even more special. Um, you know, what rituals can you kind of say that triggers 
that you're now going into this rest part of your day, that you're really going into something that's for you, for your betterment, um, and just to help you recharge. So like on my, I have Notion as my calendar and my meditation block has a really, really pretty graphic. So I see it on my calendar and when it comes time, you know, I see like, okay, now it's time to do that. I have something really pretty to look at. So that's my first trigger is something that's just kind of dreamy looking that I get to do, that I get to see as my visual trigger. And then when I'm sitting down to meditate, I have my electric blanket because it's February in New York. It's pretty cold. So I have this great setup where I can just kind of cuddle under my blanket. I have everything ready to go. It's all laid out for me. It's just all inviting. I just kind of jump in and my headphones are already there. I already know what I'm going to listen to. And so I have it all kind of, I don't want to say program, but it's more of a ritual. Like I know what I'm going to do. I know how I'm going to sit. I know what I'm going to listen to. And it's just all laid out and easy. It's got to be easy, right? If it's, if it's not easy, it will be so much harder to do it. And you don't want to walk into a rest period feeling frustrated, right? That's, that defeats the whole purpose of having that rest period. So make it very easy, make it ritual, make it feel special. And I think the more special you can make it, the more you'll look forward to building that rest in. Because again, if our culture is not supporting it, then you have to be the one that supports it. And you have to have enough motivation and enough reasons why you want to do the resting period, why you want that 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is of resting. And I would suggest that if you can track the results of it. So again, I use Notion and I can have a habit tracker and I can just do little notes that say, you know, okay, day one, rest period. Could I actually rest? Was my mind frazzled? Was it hard for me to quiet down? And then day two, did I get a little better at it? Did day three, did it really get better? Day four, did I have too much going on that I knew was coming up and I couldn't get my mind to quiet down? Okay, could I have done something different there? So that's, you know, I always talk about being the experimenter in your life. This is all about playing and figuring it out. There's no one way to do it. And there's no one way for you on any given day, you might need something different. So getting to see those patterns and saying, okay, well, that didn't work. What would I try in a day where I you know, can't quiet my mind? Is there something different I could do? Maybe at that point you do a crossword puzzle or a jigsaw puzzle or something you know, that's just distracting enough to let your mind take a break, but yet is active enough that you don't feel like, like if meditating just wouldn't work for you because your mind's just not going to quiet down. So giving your mind something else to work on might be just the ticket for that kind of feeling when you're having that frazzled day, when you're not able to calm down. If your transition time maybe is that car ride home, that commute home. You know, I always used to listen to loud, <laughs> upbeat music. So I was always like keyed up after the day. And I really would have liked to now, you know, kind of hindsight looking back saying, well, what if I had just listened to classical music? What if I'd listened to something soothing on that ride home? Would that have made that transition better? Because I was just keyed up and I'd get home and I was still like agitated. And I think it would have been nice to have listened to something soothing on the way home. I learned at least to find routes that were less stressful, less traffic, less, um, you know, having so many cars on the road and just feeling like somebody, you know, just being so hyper alert to see who's coming at you and who's changing lanes and how fast everybody's going to, to take back roads, even though it took a little longer, it just lowered my stress a lot. So look at the things that you can do to make that transition. If it is your commute, what can you do to make it less stressful, more soothing so that it actually is a rest period? Obviously you can't sleep behind the wheel, <laughs> but what can you do to make that transition restful? Or can you listen to something that's maybe listen to recorded poetry, something like that, some kind of spoken word thing that really occupies your mind enough that you get that transition period, but obviously you can still be alert enough to drive your car. 
you know, there are so many choices. Like it, just get excited about this. Like this is your life and this rest period is so important for you, right? It's going to allow you that mental transition, but it's also going to allow that physical transition, allow your heart rate to come down, allow your brain waves to just quiet just a little bit before you go into the second half of your day. And when you come home, you know, if you get jarred, if you're like, you're using that transition period of the drive home as your rest time, and then you come home and you get jarred by whatever the kids you know, come into the door, what's for dinner or the dog barking and needing, you know, needing to be taken out for a walk. Look at that, what happens right after your rest period and see if you can ease back into your schedule and not be jarred into it, the schedule of just like too many demands the second you walk in the door. What can you do to say to your kids, hey, five minutes when mom walks in the door dad walks in the door i've got five minutes before you can hit me up with all your questions and your needs and all that and maybe just something simple as that just to say I mean, we all need to breathe we all need to relax and i'm here for you but you need to give me time to get in and put my uh put my keys away put my purse away put my bags away whatever it is and get ready to be there and be present for you look at all those things. These are all mental breaks. These just little soothing things that you can do to bring the best you to that next part of your day. And you can even build rest into your morning. Like don't make your morning so jarring of getting, you know, hitting that alarm and jumping up and having to do stuff. How can you make your morning just a little bit easier? You know, how can you ease into your day? How can you sit with a cup of coffee in a journal before getting up and hitting the shower and doing all the things that you have to do? These are the things I want you to be thinking about. So rest is, again, not honored by our culture, but it should be. And I want it to be honored by you because I think it can really benefit you and allow you to be more productive in the end and happier in the end. So look at the, your day. Where can you build and rest? Allow yourself a menu of choices, trial and error. Things might work. Things might not work. That's where you want to record it. So make sure you're tracking what, what you're doing and reviewing it, the life edit design process, right? We review it, we edit it, and we try it again. So I want you to kind of build in that rest. <clears throat> Regardless of the season, any day, you always need rest. And I think you can find some way to do it that will make you feel special, feel spiritual, feel a bit like you're honoring yourself and giving yourself what you need. So short episode for today. I hope you've gotten enough to take away to at least give it a shot. And again, track it in your journal, track it in your habit tracker, track it in your Notion database, and let's see what you can do. All right, that's it for today. I will talk to you soon.